Pornhub. Pornhub. The Pornhub Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Pornhub Podcast. Today, I have with me half of the porno golden couple, Annika Albright. Thanks for being here. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Nice to have you. (laughs) So I guess... um, you have something huge going on right now, and I feel like it's impossible to even have a conversation without announcing that first. Yes, um, it's it's very huge. It's very obvious. Um, <laughs> Is it obvious? It's it's kind of obvious. It's it's. Um, I've been trying to figure out how best to go about it because it's been something and quite in the works. Um, but we are expecting, Mick, Mick and I are expecting our first baby. Yay! <laughs> Mick yeah. Blue and Annika Albright are having a baby. And this Pornhub podcast <laughs> is quickly becoming the pregnancy <laughs> announcement podcast. Literally on the last episode, I announced mine. <laughs> and I don't want to like mention names or anything, but there's kind of like a lot of pregnant porn stars right now. There are. It's a huge flux of porn stars that are pregnant. It's, it's kind of weird. It's like there's something in our water or something. There's in something our in our water. sperm. Yeah, in our douche water. We've all been like douching with like fertility water or something. Um, so this is your first time saying you're pregnant publicly. Yes. It's How kind do you of feel? <laughs> Um, you know, I, I don't know. It's, I'm actually due in a month. So <laughs> I've been putting it off for quite some time because I just don't, it's, it's so weird to say, you know, like I'm, I'm not the type of person that I like to just like share my private life, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's, you know, it's also part of who I am and it's such a huge thing, <laughs> like no pun intended to, right. to keep from people and, I feel like, you know, I've got a lot of great fans out there who love and support me, love and support Mick and my relationship as well. Um, and I wanted to I wanted to share that with them. Yeah, like I I also had reservations before I announced mine. Like it, it's it does feel like really really crazy vulnerable and personal cuz yeah. you know, like as much as like there's supporters out there, it's always scary cuz when you're in sex work and then like you're going to be a mother, a lot of people like can't quite make that like the connection between the two or like realize that those two things are like can, oh. you know, exist, coexist. Absolutely. I mean, it's so difficult. It's, it's difficult for some people to even comprehend having a normal relationship when you're right. in porn. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I kind of wanted to ask you, like, a lot about that. So, for anyone that doesn't know, Mick and Annika are, like I said, porn's <laughs> golden couple. And you guys have, like, from almost the very beginning of your relationship, you guys have, like, kind of gone at it in a way that I've never seen in my, you know, 10 years in porn until you guys. But, like, you you market yourselves together. Mm-hmm. And, like, you're very much, like, I think a lot of times when we're in porn, we don't really want to know that we have a, um, we don't want people to know that we have a significant other because we're, like, this fantasy that, right. you know, like, people don't want to imagine us in a relationship sometimes. So that can be scary. Or, like, 
was it a conscious decision for you guys to like, were, did you have a discussion like, all right, let's be porno golden couple or? <laughs> um, you know, it's so true what you're saying because it was like when we, when we went public, I don't know if anybody was public. I feel like we were kind of like the first couple to go public and, and make it okay, like, to show other people, like, it's okay if you're in a relationship, you know, like, the fans are, are not going to leave you, and that was, it took balls, it was, right. like, we Absolutely. actually, I think, how, how long were we together, like, six months, mm-hmm. at least six months before we went public, um, and just, yeah, for those exact reasons, because I didn't want to lose, oh, can Your you hear that? Base. Yeah, it's okay. Okay, this, I'm getting notifications. This podcast is very, very like. Oh are you getting God. notifications like on your phone or for the podcast? On my, on my. Um, <laughs> this is really distracting. I'm getting Amazon package delivery <laughs> notifications <laughs> on my computer. Why? <laughs> Go away. <laughs> I don't even know how to turn that off. It's okay. I bought this a lot of stuff on like Black super Friday. Casual. It's it's fine. <laughs> And hey, you know what? If there's anything that's like part of being a fucking porn star, it's your Amazon Prime packages. So. <laughs> um, anyway, so back to, yeah. So when we announced, um, it was definitely something we talked about. And um, we're, you know, we're like, we love each other so much and we don't want to hide that. It's a part mm-hmm. of who, you know, who we are. And it's going to be obvious. Like, how can we hide something that we feel so strongly for? Um, so yeah, we just, I put pictures out there of Mick and I, and it just, I got a lot of really positive feedback and I was surprised. Like I wasn't expecting that much positive feedback. What do you think like sets you guys apart? Cause I've, I've been part of, you know, porno relationships before mm-hmm. where I'm like kind of open about it. Like whatever people know, I don't care. Yeah. But like what, like how come people why do you think people have like gravitated to you guys so much as a couple like I mean I think there's definitely the aspect of like um timing and like you guys you know you were at the height of your career when you met Mick and like you won female performer of the year the same year that he won male performer of the year which has never happened before so obviously that's very appealing and like what but like what do you think it is about you guys you know, with us, um, you know how a lot of directors, like, and I don't know about how it is now, but, like, back mm-hmm. then, directors were afraid to shoot couples together mm-hmm. because they were afraid, oh, great, like, I'm not going to get the, the same kind of chemistry if, as if I put two people who barely fuck or have had never had, never had sex together on camera, mm-hmm. or what if they've got this big fight going on and it affects the scene. Um, but Mick and I... We are also professionals, so if there was a fight, which I'm going to be honest, Mick and I don't really fight, <laughs> but, um, or if we do, it's me yelling and him like, okay. <laughs> you know what? Can I tell you? I think that's the best kind of relationship. Like, not necessarily like, oh, the woman yelling, the man not, but like, no. I think it takes one, pa- like, person that yells and one passive person that can just like stay, remain calm. He's yeah, he's definitely the grounded one. I'm I'm the one that's emotional. Mm-hmm. So, I definitely think that balances we balance each other out. <laughs> he's laughing here over here. <laughs> Cuz he but, knows. 
have choice. It's like <laughs> understatement of the year, but it's okay. like I have no other choice. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's not true. His his other choice is to like actually go nuts and then right. have it turn into this like huge thing. But it's it's about like it's about being um professional professional and, and or not I'm not talking about sat. I'm just talking about like in relationship wise. No, it's it's about being just responsible and knowing like okay is this really a fight that we're going to actually have or can we just okay yeah whatever you know like Brush happy wife happy life totally what do you true guys fight about like I've I've actually always wondered this about you guys because you are so like obviously in love you obviously really respect each other like what what do you fight about like is it like the dishes or is it like jealousy or like what? Um, normally it's about the animals. <laughs> Which you have like a whole farm there, right? We pretty much do. I, I want a horse, but he always told me no horse until you can care for a baby first. <laughs> Wait, that, we always see the other way around. We always wanted a baby and I always wanted a horse. And so I was like, okay, well, I want a horse, but we were, we were already talking about having a baby. And he's like, if you get a horse, that's like a huge responsibility. And if we're going to have a baby soon, because, you know, at the time, this was like years ago at the time, we figured we would have a baby soon. Mm -hmm. um, and it, <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, you know, that's a valid point. But no, we'll usually like fight. It's not even bad stuff. It's just like, oh, the cat, like your stupid cat peed on my shoes. Like, ah. and then. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Between all those animals that you guys have, you still like certain cats are your cats and certain animals are like. Well, he calls, so my elderly cat, it's our cat, but it's really my cat, especially when she misbehaves. <laughs> when she's being good it's the family cat exactly but when she pees on his set bag or you know right. like does something she's not supposed to do it's my cat <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay so basically but, yeah like that's I could I could see that like little day-to-day -day things it's but like yeah it's like little the, stuff yeah. yeah or like oh you know can you just please put your dishes away and then you know it's really not that bad mm -hmm. but definitely with pregnancy I've noticed in the last half of my pregnancy I've become an emotional roller coaster and yeah. it's so weird because yeah I mean I can get emotional but I'm an adult but I haven't been this emotional since I was going through puberty it's <laughs> so weird well it's a lot of <laughs> hormones going on and like you're carrying a whole other person's like set of hormones too like it yes. can't it can't be like it's got to be crazy. Like it, it has. I feel like that's the only way. Yeah, yeah. But, but it like, definitely takes a strong, like a strong relationship to get through pregnancy. You know, everything. And Mick has been the best partner. <laughs> so that's no good. I wouldn't expect any less. And you know, like I knew Mick before, like you were even in porn. And mm -hmm. like I have to say, like watching Mick with you is so awesome because I think. Like, you have really, I don't know, I think you came in and really, like, made him very, very, very happy. And that makes me really happy for you guys. Oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but, well, like, that... everyone, and myself included, I think we all, like, really identify you guys as a couple. Like, I imagine at this point, do you guys feel like 
Do you feel like you're like the Olsen twins or something? Oh, like, God. like <laughs> your career is so intertwined and right. so like you guys direct together, you perform together, mm -hmm. um, you go to every single event together. Like, is there, is there, would there be like an Annika Albright without Nick Blue, like career wise? Absolutely. You know, and that's something also like we've, we've both like talked about, like, I don't want to lose my personal identity because mm -hmm. we're so public as a couple. Mm -hmm. And so it's also been something that I've struggled with along the way to try to maintain my personal identity as well. Like, hey, I'm still Annika. I was Annika before I was with Mick, and he's still Mick. He was Mick <laughs> right. before he was with me. Um, but I just, I mean, I totally understand. And so it's like, and that's another part of it is, you know, the fans can, can see, because it's important for the fans to know that I'm still the fantasy, whether they want to fantasize that I'm a married woman and they're, you know, misbehaving mm -hmm. <laughs> or, you know, that I'm still available and they understand that me being married is like real life and I'm still there for the fantasy. Mm -hmm. And so do I do think... try to, I do try to maintain that as well. Just, you know, just so, so I can maintain that for the fans. Do you think like the relationship has elevated your career or hindered it more? I think, I think personally, I think it's elevated it. It's elevated it. And, and I think the, the whole reason behind that, like getting back to what you asked earlier, is we build each other up in everything. Mm -hmm. So I feel, I truly believe that the year that we both won Female and Male Performer of the Year, it was because I was, you know, we were both doing, we both had a great year, but it was also, I, I tell him, go to work. Fuck the shit out of the girl. Make her feel like you're in love with her. Like, I want him to enjoy himself and for the girl to enjoy herself. And mm -hmm. he encourages me in the same way. So we both want each other to have a great scene and to be successful. And That's, like, so... There's no jealousy. It's right. That's yeah. what I wanted to ask you because, like... I think as much as, like, that's the goal, and, of course, like, we want our partners to have a good day at work in general, yeah. no matter what they do. I think, you know, like, when it comes to, like, when your job is fucking other people, like, I don't know, I, even for myself, like, I would catch myself, like, not being super jealous, but, like, certain things, like, ticking me off, like, oh, you're working with her again? <laughs> like, <laughs> especially, like, if they choose to work with them or something, like, do you guys mm -hmm. have any moments of jealousy like that or not really not really I mean I know there's girls that he likes working with more than others mm -hmm. and for me I know he's going to come back home and be in a great mood mm -hmm. and because he got to so it's like I don't know I see it I see it in that way where I know if he's working with somebody in particular that loves working with him and he loves working with her I'm like hell yeah he's going to come home and I'm going to get all the love too so <laughs> So, like, it's, happy husband, happy life. Exactly. It goes both ways. <laughs> right. Does it, do you feel like the fact that you guys are both in porn, like, does that, I mean, I guess this is a silly question because you guys have been together in porn the whole time, but, like, mm -hmm. do you feel like because you're both in porn, your sex life is any different? Like, for example, like, I remember when I was in a, you know, relationship with a male performer, like, there were certain days that, you know, like he had to save his load so we couldn't fuck or like, you know, just like little things like that. Like, Absolutely. do you, like, is there a, is there a certain way like you guys navigate like your well, sex life, especially cause you're in porn? I have to say when we first got together, like the first year and a half, we literally two years actually, 
um, we fucked nonstop like bunnies and he would just hold it in. <laughs> and he, he actually, he has this awesome talent where he can orgasm without coming. Okay. And so he did that a few times. And is that tantric? Is that what it is? It is tantric. Is? Yeah. It makes a little bit of a tantric lover. Oh. In our personal life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Self-trained. <laughs> Self-trained. But, um, yeah, it was a nice treat when I found that. I was like, oh, yes, I'm going to get you off, but you can still save your love. <laughs> That's the good thing about girls is, like, we don't – It just because we have to come later, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, we could literally have, like, 30 orgasms in a day, and it's not even a problem. There's no pressure to yeah. produce a load. For, unless you're yeah. squirting, then you're – that's a different story. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. I don't even know what squirt is. Like, I, I don't, <laughs> I'm like, what is this stuff coming out of me? I have no idea. It, it's, yeah, it's a weird, it's still this, this weird, uh, it's kind of like those ageless questions. You just don't know if it will ever actually be answered. People have written yeah. books on it and you still don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, I, I almost feel like I don't even want it answered. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Is your... <laughs> is is your personal life sex different than like like your on camera sex? Because you oh, guys perform yeah. together a lot. Yes, absolutely. I mean, granted, yeah, when we perform together, we have chemistry. But when you you know how it is. <laughs> yeah. You have to do a monkey circus. It's right having sex at an angle so the camera can get a good view into the penetration. There's lighting involved. You have to be aware of where the lighting is, where the camera is. Um, you're, you're timing yourself in your mind so you can go through the positions that they, they want you to do. Um, and it depends on the director too. It could be a director who wants very specific things, or it could be a director that says, I don't care what you do. You got 30 minutes, go at it. Right. And, <clears throat> so it's all, you're always processing things in your head. You're constantly thinking while you're performing and, and trying to make it as realistic and, you know, fantasy inducing as possible. And at home, you don't have to do any of that mental work. It's mm -hmm. literally just you relax, you have sex, however you want to have sex. There's nobody in the room with you. There's no camera if you don't want to film yourselves. It's just mm -hmm. so, it's You it's don't so have different. to wear makeup. Exactly. The main thing. You don't have to worry about sucking in, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you like barely even have to arch your back. <laughs> it's more comfortable that way. You know what? I, I, I always, like, wondered this, like, I feel so bad <clears throat> for, you know, like, in porn, we all have our, our niche or, like, our thing, and then, you know, the goal is to kind of, like, n n capitalize on that and, like, exaggerate that. Like, you have your ass, right? And I have, I'm Asian. <laughs> like, but I always feel bad for the big ass girls because, like, you guys must all have such bad backs because you're constantly being asked to pose in these crazy positions where you like arch your back and like you have to turn all the way around and yeah. it's like when they ask me to do it I'm like I can't even hold it for longer than 20 seconds but the big ass girls do that all day long like how is it's, your back okay no actually it's not <laughs> um I had scoliosis sway back scoliosis going into porn and to be honest when I got into porn I didn't know that I had an ass I I mean I thought my butt was too big I didn't like it oh my god and my first agent she you know when I went in and they they talked to me and 
Um, she's like, okay, get undressed. Let's see what we're working with. And I turned around and she's like, good job. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay and she's like that's gonna make you a lot of money right there <laughs> yeah oh I think okay. <laughs> blonde girl big ass is a very rare and special combination right like yeah is there a word for that like I don't even know if there's a I word don't know for that. but it's got to be blonde hair like Do I know, you know blonde what I mean? girls are snow bunnies aren't they or uh, yeah, am I just I don't know the lingo is a little bit new ass. it's like its own thing it's very special there's only like <laughs> I would say there's only like two or three of you in porn. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And and it's so interesting how the ass has become quite a phenomenon. Everybody's getting big asses. If you don't have an it's ass, the new tits. You go to the doctor and you make sure you get an ass. It's, yeah. And and I was like, I'm I'm an I'm an OG ass. I didn't have to go <laughs> to the doctor. <laughs> so it's it, but it's so crazy because I I didn't even know like butts were a thing when I got into porn. I just wanted to do porn. And I found out, oh, people like the butt. Okay, cool. I'll market Wait, on this. What? How can you not know? Like, asses are the new tits. Where are you from? Um, outer space, like, obviously. <laughs> yeah, we're from Mars, basically, where, like, big tits are still in. I mean, when I got into porn, I got in because, one, I love sex. Two, I could have awesome sex with people who I knew were tested, so it would be a risk-free environment. And be able to enact my fantasies. Like, I had just gone out of a relationship of six years with a total, complete toxic person. So I wanted to experience as much as possible. And the, the sex that I, the porn I, I like to watch was, like, like Wicked stuff or Vivid or, mm-hmm. you know, um, <laughs> I don't know. I know like, what you mean. Like, the pretty, glamorous stuff. Yeah, Like, yeah. not the gonzo. And, and I would, like, Jesse Jane was my favorite porn star. You know, I didn't know mm-hmm. who Manuel Ferrara or James Dean or Mick Blue were. Like, I didn't know anybody. I, I knew, like, the older, because I would, I would watch Digital Playground. You know, so it was kind of like I would watch the stories with the, with the actors that were more actor, not I mean, yeah. Obviously, they're like the stars, features with dialogue. The features with dialogue and not really gonzo. And my ex, he would watch stuff like Belladonna getting like two baseball bats up her ass. And, right. Um, and that stuff like freaked me out, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at you so, now. <laughs> and now I'm like, yeah, let's see if we can fit that up my butt. <laughs> it's like a total evol- evolution, you know, of sex. And um, yeah, I thought I was good at sex when I got in. I had no idea actually what made you like were were you just because you were a porn watcher you were like I think I can do that or like what made you make that leap absolutely I I loved porn I mean granted yeah a lot of the stuff I watched was like (laughs) story but like was was like the fact that you were like an avid viewer the reason yeah I think it definitely was I I mean I was something I thought about for years I would go back and forth and Mm -hmm. you know I'll be honest, it, I needed the extra cash too, but mm-hmm. it was, I definitely would not have done it if I didn't enjoy sex and didn't mm-hmm. want to experience that fantasy. I would have found some other way to make money. Um, I think that's like, I think as far as I know anyway, like any girl that's ever won female performer of the year, like I don't think that I could say any of them are in it solely for the money or that's true, or that they don't like really, really love sex. Yeah. Like it's it's a tough job to fake. Oh, it is totally. And it's it, it's so true. Like you have to be a, a passionate person when it comes to mm-hmm. sex. 
Like I, before I got into porn, I was very, um, I'm going to use, I'm going to use the, the name of your book, Insatiable. <laughs> <laughs> were you, do you feel like you were sluttier before porn? I was definitely. Same. Yeah. Porn. I, I kind of feel like porn, it makes you more aware of things and you're like, oh, well, if I'm going to have sex with somebody, at least this was for me personally, mm-hmm. I wasn't going to go hook up with some stranger at a bar because to me, that was stupid when I was going to have sex with a perfectly hot guy or girl the next day who was mm-hmm. tested. Like, first of all, why put myself at that risk? And second of all, why put that, the other people I work with at risk? So for me, for me, I was always very, like, I became very more, more of a cautious lover when I, after I got into porn. Like, I people a lot tried to hook up with me. I think a lot of people would say that. Yeah. 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 And I'd be like, no, I'm not going to hook up with you. We'll make out. And they're like, but come on, come on you're in porn. Also, Just your body becomes job. like your product. <laughs> so like, you know, you have to take care of it. And, right. And also like porn is such a good outlet. I always say that porn is like the perfect job for a really specific kind of person. And then it sucks for everyone else. Oh, my God. It's so true. <laughs> but like if you want to use it as an outlet while making money, like it's perfect. Right. right. Oh, totally. Totally. Uh, if yeah. you're good at it and it's the right fit, then you're going to go very far in, in porn. Do you think you're going to go back to shooting after the pregnancy is done or like after your baby's born? Um, yeah, I plan to. It was, um, you know, like when I initially wanted to have a baby, my mm-hmm. whole mind, mindset was I'm going to have a baby. And in a year and a half, um, you know, after, after becoming pregnant, so basically I'll go back to work half a year after having a baby. And um, that, that was like three years ago. <laughs> right. Because, you know, we can go into it later, but it definitely, you know, it took a long time for us to get to where we are now. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm just, yes, I want to go back into porn, but I'm not going to plan it because I, it, nothing works out according to plan. I, right. I know... I want to do it, and I have an idea of how I want to do it, but I don't know the exact date and time, <laughs> so I will leave that to the universe to decide, but I do plan yeah, and like going play back. it by ear. Yeah. And to kind of like touch on that for like just a second, I think, I, I don't know about you, but like until I wanted to get pregnant, I had no fucking idea like how much magical timing and like preciseness and perfection goes into making a baby. Like, I feel like my whole life I've been so scared of getting pregnant. I've been on birth control, you know, using condoms and just like basically doing everything I can to try to not get pregnant. Right. And then like, boom, I'm trying to get pregnant. And it's like, oh, there's literally one day a month I can get pregnant. Like, what was I (laughs) doing on birth control for like, the 29 other days like it's it's so weird to me <laughs> like all you have to do is like track your ovulation and then <laughs> well and that's the fine. thing is they tell you in school you will get pregnant if you have sex without condoms right and, you know I think I do think there's a there's something to that um I definitely believe it's easier for girls in high school to probably get pregnant well right like they're at that age sex. yeah but that's because they haven't been on birth control half their lives Right. We have been on birth control half our lives, and let me tell you, girl, birth control is fucked up. It will fuck with your hormones forever. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I kind of, I really wish, like, I had been way more educated on that. They don't tell you that. They're, no. they're not going to tell you, oh, by the way, birth control is going to make it incredibly difficult for you to have a baby, even after you're off of it, because mm-hmm. your hormones are now messed up. 
mm-hmm. like nobody tells you that or at least they yeah. didn't when we were in school <laughs> it's also just it's just so unnecessary to like i'm not saying listen i think birth control is great for a yes. lot of things of course Absolutely. but like also, especially like, if you're in porn i think <laughs> yeah yeah no for sure but also like i wish i wish someone had taught me that you know i can only get pregnant for like one day out of the month and to be careful for five days out of the month yeah you know like yeah. it's it's fucking crazy yeah um definitely. so actually like on the last episode when I announced my pregnancy I was still in the process of deciding like am I gonna shoot while I'm pregnant am I gonna like who fucking knows right right but like since then I've obviously decided like I'm gonna keep doing my OnlyFans and my model hub and snapchat and all that like yeah do you think that you will continue shooting like well now that your pregnancy is public like will you shoot or like are you just trying to like (laughs) relax and like get through this pregnancy and that's it or you know because I'm pregnant that can change any day I could say you know what I'm gonna shoot definitely and then the next day be like fuck it I don't feel like it (laughs) I cannot get off this fucking couch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but, you know, I I definitely have found it increasingly more difficult to shoot for my for my OnlyFans and my fans intro because my belly's growing. People noticed, oh, my God, Annika. Like, at first, people thought I got a boob job. And somebody even asked me, you are the perfect porn star. You now have big tits and a big ass. Are you going to go back to porn now? Is that why you got the boob job? I was like, wow. If you only knew, I definitely got more right. than a boob job. Like, yeah, it, the baby gave me a boob job. What was in between the tits and the ass? <laughs> and that whole it, area. It's just like, you know, I had like a little baby bump and it was low and it was it was more difficult for me to show like my vagina without showing a little bit of the bump when I first mm-hmm. started doing cuz when I when I started doing fan intro, um like with with OnlyFans, it's a lot easier. You can put up older stuff, and they mm-hmm. don't care. But with Snapchat, it tells you how old the video is or whatever. And right. I don't know if people really care about that, but I do. And mm-hmm. um, I want to be able to give them stuff like here and then now. And so it was a little tricky when I first started doing it, just because I couldn't show like the whole torso. So I would do like selfie masturbation. And right. then as my belly grew, I couldn't really do a lot more with, like, above belly button and chest. Now it's, like, literally right up close to my boobs. And it's just so difficult and to And, like, hide. a lot of ass shots. A lot of ass shots, which it's difficult to twist around. Um, right. I, that was the first thing I, I started having difficulty with was, uh, I don't know if this is TMI, but um, tell me, please, I hope you've had the same experience, going to the bathroom and wiping I don't know if it's because my okay. my butt gets in the way too, but it has been really. I had to perfect a technique to wipe. Can I tell you something? <laughs> there are so many fucking like logistical things about being pregnant that I like putting on my shoes is so fucking hard. And yes, wiping after you go to the bathroom not easy. But okay, let me just mention one thing. And this is like not a sales pitch and I didn't ask you to bring this up for anything, but I okay. just collaborated with a bidet company. So, <laughs> I so you know cool. what? Like I feel like we should be advertising in like the pregnancy space now. Because it's true. Like it's it's like stuff like that becomes really really hard. Like or yeah, twisting to get ass shots or like there's just so much stuff. And I will say like it's been a lot easier for me obviously because I'm 
showing my pregnancy and like advertising it. So like, obviously like for me, it's a lot easier because I can just do, you know, I can show my stomach. Yeah. It's out there. Yeah. But like, I think, I don't know if like you've, I don't know if like this is like something the whole world feels or it's just me, but, but like I've always struggled with like, and I think it's definitely very much like an internalized sexism thing, but like I have trouble, like, I think every day I have to remind myself that like, just because I'm going to be a mother, just because I'm pregnant, it doesn't mean I'm not a sexual being. And like, I should be able to do whatever I want with my body. And you know, like it's, I definitely catch myself falling into the like, oh, I shouldn't do this because I'm having a baby kind of thing. But like, do you catch yourself thinking those kind of thoughts ever or? No, but you know, it's interesting because I've had some, some fans on my fan intro who somehow know I'm pregnant. I haven't announced it, but oh. uh, it must be obvious to them now. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of them seem like a little weirded out by it. And mm-hmm. and they say like, uh, are you pregnant? Or, you know, like, and it's like, uh, I'm not going to address that because I haven't announced it yet. Or, right. you know, like, I want to fuck your pregnant pussy. And for me, that's the funny thing is I don't think there's anything wrong with being sexual. Mm-hmm. But it does sound weird when somebody says they want to pre- fuck my pregnant pussy because I feel like that's a little invasive. <laughs> <laughs> Like, is that weird? Like, like I don't, I don't have any problem, like, masturbating or any of that stuff for my fans. But, like, it's, it's kind of weird. Like, I feel kind of weird if somebody says, well, I want to fuck it. Like, just, can you just say I want to fuck your pussy? That makes me feel better. Right. Like, why you got to throw the pregnancy thing in there? So, um, it is definitely something that I'm getting used to. Definitely. Yeah. But I don't feel shame. I think it's just, it's, because it's so new, it's like, oh, yeah okay (laughs) do you think once you do start shooting again like do you think you're gonna fully embrace like the are you like are you gonna come back as a MILF performer no I hate that word (laughs) do you I hate I think it's so discriminating (laughs) I know I know I think okay so I'll tell you my second scene I ever did in the industry Mm -hmm. was for a MILF site like MILF's something what? for um I don't even know what side of, it was horrible I was like seriously I'm not a MILF I'm like I, I was in my yeah, early 20s wait, that's really surprising to me and you haven't looked like a MILF no but that's in the, the thing. time that I've known you they they see your age and they're like oh she's over 22 years old so she is a MILF she like, must be a MILF that is not true so I think it's because of that experience I've always been so averted to the word MILF so if somebody's like Oh, Annika's in this MILF movie. I'm like, I'm not a MILF. <laughs> but now, technically, yes, I guess I will be. But, you know, somebody was said something to me who, it really made sense. Like, if you have become so successful in your career, you get to a point where it doesn't matter what you are. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if you're a mom or not a mom, you don't have to be a MILF. You don't have to do MILF stuff just because you have a kid. No, like, absolutely. You're you Asa Akira. You don't have to do MILF stuff if you don't want to. I'm on right. Albright. I don't have to do MILF stuff if I don't want to. It's also like out there. MILF. MILF in porn doesn't mean mother, I guess. <laughs> That's true. And right? a lot of a lot of like the really really popular MILFs in porn are the ones who have like a lot of the work done. Yeah, that's Aside true. Aside from, I will say Cherie Deville, who's you know she does great. She, I think her tits are the only thing she's had done. But I mean, she's she's very successful, and she doesn't I think it's look like a typical MILF. 
Yeah, it's almost to the point where, like, if you're, to me, a MILF means, definitely means boob job. Yes. Like, at the very least. Yes. And then, yeah, probably, like, super, like, fitnessy and. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a certain look, and it doesn't mean mother. (laughs) (laughs) There's got to be a new word for it now. Yeah. "Mm, Well, speaking of which, like, I saw a Twitter video the other day. I think Brett Rossi tweeted something where, like, she was like, don't call me a cougar. If anything, you can call me a MILF. But I found that very weird because. I think, I, I mean, like, what? what's the difference? Is one better than the other? Is one less offensive? Like, what's the difference? You know, some people view cougars as older than MILFs. Oh, like, really? Like, a cougar is, like, a really mature, really mature woman. Like, a MILF is, like, a mother I'd like to fuck, right? Right. A so cougar she could be, like, 19. is a mature woman who has an appetite for sex. Like, hmm. they're on the prowl. But I think that's cool. Like, cougars are, like, alphas to me. Like, anyone that's could true. be a MILF. You that's know what true. I mean? But a cougar is, like, super empowering, I feel like. But I totally get where Brett was coming from, too. Because I think, I think I don't know, I, I think they can both be used interchangeably. But some people mm-hmm. see one as more discriminating or older, like, closer to granny than... Right. So I guess that's like what she milf. meant. Yeah. 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 I don't know. <laughs> who knows the these porno linguistics i, I know guess <laughs> they just throw I, it around <laughs> i also think about like i don't know like I, I think about how outside of that whole milf thing like milf is obviously like one of the most popular categories in porn right it is but like outside from that like overly sexualized image of a milf I'm very, like, afraid, and this, again, might be just, like, my internalized shit, but, like, I feel like outside of porn, like, once a woman has kids and becomes a mom, she's she just, like, ceases to be seen as anyone sexual. Like, she's just a mom now. It's sad. Do you, like, do you notice that, too? Or, I like, notice that. Um, you know, that's what's going to be difficult to navigate, because... Obviously, there's there's a lot of women in our industry who have kids, mm-hmm. but there's also a lot of women in our industry who don't. And even, you know, our industry, as close as it is, a lot of people are still, especially the ones with families, they mind their own business. They don't really mm-hmm. do a lot together. Um, so it's it's kind of like, you know, when you, when you see other women who are at the same stage as, as kids with you, <laughs> like, you live right. all the way, you know, where, are you in New York? I'm yeah, yeah. So I mean, I wish you lived closer because we're literally at the same stage, and that we're, would be so much easier to like be moms together. And like, <laughs> and it's such a unique scenario, I think. And yeah. and there's so much like, there's so much I think about that like, I don't think like okay like when are you guys gonna tell your son or your kid that you do porn? You know. Now with the internet, kids are finding, they're watching porn at six years old. Right. Like, it's just so much different from when I was a kid and somebody told me about sex for the first time when I was six. Right. So I definitely plan on always being open with them and saying, mommy and daddy um, do movies for adult people, not for kids. Um, Mm -hmm. And just kind of opening them up from the beginning. It's going to be kind of weird to navigate because 
I've, I've asked other couples who have kids that are older, who have gone through the same thing, because I feel mm-hmm. like you can really learn a lot from them. Like, you know, Manuel, like he, <laughs> he has a basketball team. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so he's, he's already navigated, you know, parenthood re- very well and very mm-hmm. successfully. And so I look up to him and, you know, just and how his to baby mamas both do porn too, which right. I think like changes things. Cause like, I think, I mean, as fucked up as it is, I think it is harder when the mom does porn. I feel like. Yeah, it is. People judge you for that. People yeah. judge you as, as a woman in porn, regardless if you have kids or you don't have kids, kids mm-hmm. just make it even more. I mean, I, I've, I know there's crazy people out there. Like it's going to mm-hmm. happen. You're going to get threats or some weird crazy people mm-hmm, saying mm-hmm. crazy things so I mean it just kind of <laughs> unfortunately happens yeah one thing I get asked a lot is like what would I do if my kid came to me at 18 years old and like wanted to do porn <clears throat> and I I don't know like for me I I I want to say I'm totally cool with it but I also like yeah. Knowing so many people in porn, I would want to make sure that they're, like, in it for the right reasons and right. blah, blah, blah. Like, how how would you answer that? <clears throat> I would definitely say the same. Although I probably, depending on how the industry was at the time, I might even try to dissuade them. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's changing so much. And it's, you don't know, I don't know what it, you know, what it's going to be like when my kids are 18. But definitely now I know that it's a lot more involved and a lot more people. It's not so small, you know, before there was Mm -hmm. more work, more money to be made, you could become successful. And, and, you know, and now it's like, it's a hustle. It it can be very stressful and uh, not just, you know, your body, but emotionally and Mm -hmm. mentally. And, and you have to deal with the repercussions that come after it when people find out that you did porn right um, and people because of the internet out. so before yeah. when there was no internet it was easier I mean I wasn't in porn when there was no internet but you know even when I first got in it was still like I I feel like it's just advanced so much for sure I mean like even think about like kind of like what you were saying like back in the day as a kid when you were watching digital playground wicked vivid movies yeah it's like we had to like find a copy of a VHS from a friend's <laughs> cousin's like right. you know what I mean like it was this whole like shady thing yeah. and now kids just log on to their phones it's, or whatever oh my god and and it's right there I mean okay so how are, do you have any idea how you're going to navigate like parental controls and and stuff no. like that like I have no fucking clue I'm like there wasn't that didn't exist when we were kids like how do you right. raise kids in this age to, I mean, obviously have an open mind about it, but still protect them. I mean, you don't want right. to just expose them to everything that's out there. I guess it's kind of like what you said is like, I want to make sure my kids are prepared because yeah. I don't think it's like, I don't know. I don't personally don't think it's like realistic to be, to like hide all the porn away from, or whatever away from them. You no. know what I mean? Like they're going to see it at a friend's house. They're going to have a moment on a computer like even if you're like your house is safe like the internet's everywhere absolutely and that's so I I think about that a lot too you also want to teach them a positive to have a positive view on sex like they're gonna find out that mommy did porn and do you want them to 
learn that mommy's ashamed or think that mommy's ashamed of what she did or that she embraces it and that and is proud yeah is proud and so you have to convey that somehow I mean obviously I'm not going to shove my my dvds in my kid's face and say look mommy's on the box cover look at daddy's penis you know like you don't do that but there's ways to like like yes we did this or we do this and this is only something that is for adults and we love what we do but you know, like, it, there's different, <laughs> sex is like an onion. <laughs> there's different layers to it. <laughs> it's true, though. Yeah. But I think about this all the time, like, how, you know, porn is treated so much, like, it's treated like sexual education now, and it's really not. It's no. entertainment. And if we had the proper sex ed, like, people wouldn't view porn as sex ed. Like, the, it's crazy that, like, we're burdened with this responsibility I, I guess the media gets so angry at us for yeah you know it's like we <laughs> traumatizing their children people yeah we just want <laughs> you to jerk off to us we're not trying to teach your kids about like what normal sex looks like yeah, yeah. okay so we're actually entering a segment of the podcast called let's talk about me <laughs> and okay this is the part of the show <laughs> like where this. we're gonna talk about me <laughs> But because you and I are going through such similar things, I'm just going to bring up a few points about pregnancy and then we can like, I thought we could like compare notes basically. So um, the first thing, okay, the first thing I wanted to talk about, I am so horny and, but also at the same time, I have moments where I've never been less horny. Yes. Are you experiencing this? At D, all of the above. <laughs> all of the above. Like, there's moments where, like, seriously, like, I just need to hump something. I'm, like, sitting on a bed, and I just, like, I'll hump the corner of the bed because that's how <laughs> horny I am. And then there's other times where I'm, like, like, I've never thought about sex less. Like, it's <laughs> the last thing on my mind, which has also, like, never happened. Which also makes it more difficult to do those fans and show and only fans because you're oh, like, totally. I literally do not want to even touch myself right now. I'm disgusted right. by the thought. <laughs> right. Yeah. You, you got to like do it while it's hot. And right. then, and then in, in five minutes, it might not be. <laughs> my posts go with my emotions. Yeah, totally. If, if that's, yeah, like it's, it's true, especially um, like as you progress into further into your pregnancy, you're mm-hmm. probably not going to want it as much. Okay. Because I'm a couple months behind you, like exactly two months behind you, I think. No, I think you're one month behind me. You're, wait, you're January, January. first week okay, of January. Okay, I'm February. Yeah, you're right. I'm only one. Yeah. Oh, my God. Our babies are twins. Yes. Twins from another mother <laughs> and father. <laughs> twins from across the, the state. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, they, um, it's so crazy, those, those, those hormones. And, uh, like, um. So my first trimester, I know this is about you, but I know no, that. No, 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 okay. no, no. I wanted this to be about us. <laughs> okay. So my first trimester, um, I had a couple really scary calls. Um, I had a couple of subchorionic hemorrhages where I was hospitalized, and then they put me on bed rest, and then they said that my placenta was too low. And so I literally could not have sex. I could not masturbate. I could not work out. I was literally, like, on bed rest. And, right. um I was horny as hell. It was horrible. Oh, my God. And then once they removed that and they're like, oh, you're good to go. Your placenta has moved up. You're not bleeding anymore. Do whatever you want. I was like, 
You're like, no, <laughs> like an you. animal let out of a zoo. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yes. But it was masturbation, 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 like crazy. Yeah. Like, is this even healthy for the baby? Like, what? I, I know. And like, I don't know if this happens to you, but like after I orgasm, like I can feel my uterus like kind of contracting. <gasps> yes. And so as your belly so gets weird. bigger, you'll see it. Your your belly. Yeah, will, I can like, see cone. it. It's so yes, <gasps> it's so gross and weird. <laughs> These are the things they don't tell you. But I'm the same. So like what you just said, I had the same thing. Like I just had. So when I went in for my comprehensive um, ultrasound thing, like yeah. they, my placenta was really low, so they put me on pelvic rest as well. Yeah. Um, I wasn't on bed rest because I wasn't bleeding, but they put me on pelvic rest. But like. I was so fucking horny that like literally I'm not even joking you like I was I was cheating the system and, like I I would have sex and I'd be like okay just put in like two inches <laughs> and, or like even like if I was masturbating like like I would just like touch my clit and then like Sean would be like Sean would like watch my videos later and he'd be like what are you doing fingering yourself <laughs> and he was like joking around and like he was like I'm gonna call the cops like hello 911 my wife is on pelvic rest and she won't stop fingering herself <laughs> but like it's it's tough it's like it's a cruel joke it honestly is. when you're that horny and like you can't pregnancy do anything about it they need to bottle up pregnancy hormones specifically for sex like for for like <laughs> like female people. viagra yeah female viagra because it is the total female viagra yeah i have never been that horny like i said like everything that that like these hormones it's like the the horniness the emotions it high school like i haven't had this <laughs> it's crazy no trust yeah. me like it's crazy uh, but yeah. i think it's kind of like what you said, because, like, Sean's, like, Mick. Like, he's super calm, and I'm the emotional one, like, even pre-pregnancy. Yes. So it's, like, I'm, like, thank God. Like, if, if I were with, like, someone who was really easily triggered or anything, we would have been fighting this whole time. <laughs> but because he's so relaxed, like, I can freely be, like, horrible, and he'll just, like, wait for me to come back, the real me to come back. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you said it that way, but it's so true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Another thing I wanted to bring up is, um, so obviously, you know, we're in porn and like, I think the combination of living in Los Angeles and being in porn, like you're almost forced to like, think about your body all the time and like, mm -hmm. want to look a certain way. And like, I don't know, body image is like, I don't know. It's kind of like a real bitch. I think when your body is your product. Right. But I'm finding that, like, being pregnant has really changed, at least for now, like, my relationship to my body. Like, I really don't – I'm not obsessed with, like, being thin or fit. Like, I really just want to, like, nurture my body. And, like, <laughs> it's it's the most selfless I've ever been with my body. <laughs> it's a beautiful like, do you, thing. Do you feel that way, too? Or <clears throat> Yes, yes. Um well, didn't you didn't you used to joke that like your ultimate goals in life were to be like fat and <laughs> yes, both or, like, skinny fat. and fat. <laughs> yeah, like skinny and fat. And now now you've got best of both worlds because <laughs> yeah. you're fat. I mean, you're not. But okay, no, that came but out. Wrong. But you know, like no, you're, no, you're but, yeah. not skinny. 
Yeah. I, and and that can't possibly be the goal because I'm not going to – it's not attainable right now. It's not attainable. <laughs> no, but it's so true. Like, it's – when you're pregnant, I mean, there's a lot of women out there who don't have positive pregnancy experiences or mm-hmm. – um, but personally, and it sounds like for you as well, it's been this evolution of, like, just fully embracing your body and the miracle that it, it, it produces and becomes. Isn't nature amazing? Yes. Like, I keep watching all these videos about, like, how babies are made. Like, beyond just, you know, penis and vagina. But, like, yeah, but like so like many – and and everything has to go perfectly at every yeah. moment or else the baby doesn't get made. And the fact that, <laughs> like, it does that is crazy to me. It is. Like, and it makes sense why it's so difficult to mm-hmm. just, like, even if you get pregnant, it's, you know, the chances of keeping that pregnancy past the first trimester, you know, are, are lower because it's just, it has to be so perfect. Everything needs to be perfect. I wish... Timed. I really wish like that was the other thing I I knew going into it is like there's literally a 30% chance of miscarriage when, you know, in that first trimester. And that's like, it's crazy to me that we aren't taught that. You know what I mean? Like, it's such a mind fuck. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's devastating. Um, Do you do you have any like um, weird cravings? No, neither. Really? You haven't had any weird cravings? No. And I want them. Like, it's one of the things I was most looking <laughs> forward to in pregnancy. See, my thing like, was I was looking forward to bump. And now I've got a bump. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, I was like, when am I going to get pregnant? pregnancy bump? I want people to see I'm pregnant, you know? And right. Finally, and finally Instead I of just, like, swollen. Yeah. <laughs> but with cravings, I never know. And, and you want the yeah. cravings? Yeah, I mean, doesn't it seem fun to, like, send your husband out for, like, pickles and ice cream at 3 in the morning? Like, I don't know. That's just what I thought was supposed to happen. I send my husband out for Rocky Road ice cream at 11 o'clock at night. And then I get angry when he he brings me back the wrong one. And so then he goes to a different (laughs) store to get the right one. (laughs) He just said it's slavery. But yeah, I mean that I can understand. Because <laughs> when you it's want not the something right when you're one. pregnant, you want it. Yeah, exactly. There's no yeah. going around it. I'm like, okay, fine. And like I do the the whole guilt trip. I don't know if you do that, but I'm like, okay, fine. I'm gonna find something to wear. I don't know what I'm gonna wear because I'm too big now to fit anything. So I guess I'll just go naked. You know what? Fuck it. I'll wear my robe. I'm gonna go to the store right now. I start like trying to get off the couch and I'm waddling, and he's like, like okay, okay, fake, okay, fake walking toward the closet. <laughs> I mean, I will say this: I am fully taking advantage of pregnancy. <laughs> Like, if I'm even, like, the slightest bit tired, I'm like, I can't do anything. (laughs) But you know what? Fuck it. Like, this is the time to do it. It is. Right? Like, you're not going to be able to do this in the future. Like, this is is your chance. Yeah. This is the chance. Yeah. Yeah. Just fully embrace it. I have... Oh, sorry. Yeah. No. Exactly. You have to. So, I have big... Two huge fears for labor. Okay. One, I'm scared that I'm going to poop while giving birth. 
And two, I'm scared that the area between my pussy and my asshole is going to, like, completely rip open. Oh, God. Are you scared of these things, too? Oh, hold on. Hold on one second. Oh, you're okay. Bye. Love you. Um, okay. Sorry. Um, you know, I'm not really, the whole poop thing, I think I've just embraced it. I already told Mick if I poop, I poop. But in the moment, you know, things do change. (laughs) Uh, I, I, that the whole tearing thing was a fear, but I was assured through uh, my doctor who's, amazing and the childbirth class we went to that there are ways to work it so you can like rub Mm -hmm. oil on the perineum and Mm -hmm. and just kind of get it nice and lubed up and just don't push so fast and hard like take your time like it also depends on what kind of labor you want to you want to go like do you know how you want to deliver I I mean my ideal labor would be like I just want to give birth naturally without an epidural but I want yeah. to do nitrous oxide. Oh, you're so lucky. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's like my birth plan, basically. And like they, apparently yeah. at the hospital I'm going to, they let you like administer it yourself. That's so I'm just envisioning like this huge tank of nitrous oxide with a mask on it. Please And like it. me and Sean will be like <laughs> passing it back and forth the whole time. Please but that's, that. I mean, who knows? <laughs> um, you know, it's, I had the exact same envision for my my delivery and my last Mm -hmm. doctor's appointment I went to last week I asked her do you have nitrous oxide because I don't want any medication I don't want an epidural I want to feel everything because Mm -hmm. it's such a beautiful process and it take it took so long to get here I want to know what it feels Mm -hmm. like to get through it Mm -hmm. and I said but if I have to I'll use nitrous oxide well, lo and behold, no the hospital does not have it (laughs) yeah I think most hospitals don't it's it's really cool that yours has that (laughs) yeah I mean I mean we'll see like I'm also kind of open to like maybe you know the second labor starts I'm gonna be like fuck that give me an epidural like I'm yeah I might who knows things change but yeah is is Mick gonna watch the birth yes so he's gonna be fully um fully a part of it we actually um I wanted to do a doula or I wanted mm-hmm. to get a doula, not do a doula. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, or maybe one day. Maybe. They do maybe say we've that done a doula. Help. You never yeah. know. <laughs> you never know. But, you know, Mick is so supportive and he's very in tune to everything and to when I'm experiencing something, it just doesn't make sense to get a doula because mm-hmm. she would essentially replace Mick and mm-hmm. he doesn't need to be replaced. It's it's a bond that you get with your significant other. And from what I've been told from other people who have gone through it with their husbands, you actually fall in love with each other, like, in a completely different way when you experience Whoa, it together. Whoa, really? It's like a whole experience. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I want to feel that. I want Sean to be, like, involved, but I also, like, don't want him to see my vagina and my asshole. Because he's never happening. seen that. Yeah. well he watched he watched a video of someone giving birth the other day and he was like horrified and really? I just yeah I don't know that he's ready so you have to you have to jade him on that I've been showing Mick videos of like you know like the Instagram like positive birthing I mm-hmm. follow so many of those um those accounts where you know it shows like the baby coming out and women 
like home oh, births. that's why people know you're pregnant. <laughs> no, it's but I because they're following. looking at your follower or your following, and I've been it's like all following them for like four years though. Like okay. I've literally been showing these videos to Mick for the past four. We've been preparing. <laughs> oh, okay. So he's not even going to be like he's shocked in even. any way. No, he sees blood or, or whatever, and he's so calm about it. He's like, oh, okay, yeah, you're pooping. Yeah, oh, that's a yeah. baby. You know. It's so, I, that's why I feel confident that I don't need to have somebody else in the room because I, I know he'll be there and I have, I have trust in him to, to know what to do. Right. But yeah, it is very shocking even for a lot of women to see those videos. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to lie. It's like pretty crazy looking. I'm not there yet. Maybe, maybe my goal should be like to watch one video a night. <laughs> to just like get myself there yeah and used to it well you yeah. know it's it's kind of like dr pimple popper oh love you become obsessed with that stuff well yes. you just have to expose yourself to these birthing videos and you'll become and i have to pretend the baby is just a like a a pimple a whitehead <laughs> coming oh out of my vagina do it's just a pimple just it's a huge pimple envision you know when they say like go through your your like what what do they call it i i can't even think of the word like when you're going well, go to your, your happy place yeah go to your happy place just envision the baby as a pimple and you're popping that pimple out of your vagina i mean that's actually that sounds really satisfying like a huge pimple on your vagina and you get a baby out of it okay i have one final thing so are, I, I know you, you're like kind of a hippie, so you might not even be like doing, partaking in this whole thing, but like, <laughs> I, I didn't even know about this until I got pregnant, but do you know what a push present is? Yes. <laughs> it's like basically for anyone that doesn't know, it's the present that a husband gives a wife after she pushes out the, his baby, right? Yeah. Or, or a partner gives their partner, whatever. Um, are you going to be asking for one? I already did. <laughs> Well, okay, I didn't, I didn't ask Wait, for it. Wait, I'm surprised because, like, you, in my mind, you're, like, such a hippie and you're all about, like, love and trees yeah, and grass and so stuff. So, I didn't really ask for it. I just told Mick that there's this tradition called a push present. And, <laughs> I, you know, it's not that... Should he want to partake? He actually does. He, he already planned on getting me something. Um, um, so, I don't know what he's getting. But it, it's just funny because, like, you know, with pregnancy... When you're finally pregnant and it's, you know, it, I just want to do everything out there that all the pregnant women do because I don't know mm-hmm. if I'm going to be able to get pregnant again after this. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, hey, people do push presents and that sounds cool. Let's do that. <laughs> right. And like you I, just want to do all the things that it includes. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not asking for it. Like, oh, where's my present? Like, it's not that. <laughs> I just want to experience everything that comes with pregnancy. If right. I knew, like, all the traditions of every culture, I would probably do that just to experience it. <laughs> like, you're like, I heard that in one country in Africa, <laughs> there's this tribe that um, pegs their husband when, <laughs> when the child is born. <laughs> it's the husband's push present. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. That's actually, so I'm trying to convince Sean, I think... Like Sean, so Sean's a jeweler, so I think he's just gonna like give me jewelry, which is always, always appreciated. Can't complain. Love jewelry, <laughs> but like I also like I'm trying to like, I I want him to like, I've been asking him if I can peg him for a push present or 
if I can like put something in his penis hole. <laughs> and I, I, cause I feel like these are the things, like I have one shot at this. You know what I mean? Like yes. a push present, it's kind of like you said, might not get pregnant again, might not have another baby. Like, right. This is my one shot. <laughs> so it should be something like really significant, but Very so far it's a no. Well, that's, so. it's, it's all about mindset. You know, like I said, like slowly sh- watch more videos together. Maybe, yeah. maybe just, maybe you know, casually discuss it a little bit more <laughs> and he'll right. think about it more or, or just use what is a, um, completely opposite. Like, you know what? I don't want to pick you in the ass. And because oh, you say you don't want to do it. Yeah. Do reverse psychology. And because you don't, you say you don't want to do it, he's going to want it or he's going to be thinking about Ooh, it. I haven't tried that yet. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. I'll your ass is not I'll let you it. know how it goes. <laughs> He'll probably just be like, oh, thank God. Okay, moving on. <laughs> He's too smart for that. <laughs> okay, so we are at the end of the podcast, and I end the show the same way every time by asking you the same 10 questions, and they're from Inside Actors Studio. So just say the first thing that comes to mind, and you don't have to think too much about it or explain anything. Are you ready? <laughs> okay. Question number one. What is your favorite word? What is my favorite word? Rocky Road. (laughs) (laughs) That's your favorite word, like, of the season, I guess. What flavor of the month? Uh, What is your least favorite word? Oh, um, blood. (laughs) What turns you on? Everything. That's an answer. What turns you off? Uh, Guidos. <laughs> so no Jersey, no Jersey Shore. Shore. Sorry. What, <laughs> what is your favorite curse word? My favorite cuss word? I heard mm-hmm. Chris. <laughs> uh, fuck. Your favorite curse My, word. Fuck. Fuck. What sound or noise do you love? My baby's heartbeat. What sound or noise do you hate? Oh, my rooster's crowing at 2.30 in the morning. How many do I you have? I have three. Yeah. Not by choice, but by love. I can't get rid of them, so they drive me crazy. What, do they just show up in your No, yard? I hatched them. That was another thing. We, oh, we, okay. we hatched uh, chickens um, when I was dealing with loss because it helps me to watch the development of the embryo oh, as they were developing in the eggs yeah. and of course it was like therapeutic, it was therapeutic. yeah and then we, we of course we got more yeah. roosters than hens so <laughs> well, they drive us crazy what profession what profession other than your own would you like to attempt I'd like to be a doctor what kind infertility specialist Hmm. What profession would you not like to do? <sighs> Anything that doesn't make money. <laughs> yeah, I guess. So, like an actor. No, no, you know, I'm not going to say that because there's a lot of stuff you can be passionate about, um, and that don't really make that doesn't really make money. I guess. I wouldn't want to do garbage. Somebody else's garbage. I'm a germaphobe. A lot of people say yeah, that. Yeah, that's no thank you. And ironically, that one makes a lot of money. Yeah, ironically, ironically yes. But 
because <laughs> yeah. nobody wants to do it. Like more than you would think. <laughs> yeah. And the final question is, if heaven does exist, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? I love you. Welcome home. Aww. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining us. Do you have anything you want to promote, like um, your OnlyFans link or yes. FanCentro? Um, I'll, I'll, I'll promote my, my FanCentro. Um, you can follow me on my public Snapchat. It's a lot bright smiles, A-I-L-O-T-B-R-I-T-E-S-M-I-L-E-S. And um, follow that to find out how you can subscribe to my premium. Um, I am on Fan Centro, so you can sign up for that stuff. And now I'll be showing all the, the – now I can show my belly. So anybody that likes pregnant women, yeah. there you go. You can watch. Oh, my God. Do you feel like a weight's been lifted Holy off your shit, shoulders? Holy shit, yes. Thank God. Because there's enough down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Just the shoulders. So, yes, please. Now I'm ready to share. And um, I hope I – hope people will be open to that and let's see follow me on my only fans i also have a twitter you can follow me on at annika albright and i have slash had <laughs> an instagram it's a lot of bright smiles currently it's disabled but i'm trying to get it back um and i bet you'll get I'm it i'm hoping back. i'll get it back because you didn't do anything, I didn't do anything wrong. wrong and it's the first time it was shut down like it's never been shut down before yeah so i've heard they're just going on a purge yeah. right now so um most right. likely you know i'll have it back and um a lot of people know where to find me a lot of bright smiles on instagram awesome yes um well thank you so much for joining oh. us Thank you for making your big announcement. I forgot. With I forgot. Us. One more thing. What? My flashlight. <laughs> I can't. Oh, I can't. Yeah. We're both. Yeah, we girls. have to promote our flashlights, right? <laughs> I oh, you know what? That is honestly like I never remember to promote. Well, you're always thinking like social media, social media, but yeah, I mean, you have yeah. a flashlight. You got to get out there and promote the flashlight. Yeah. Yeah. Buy both of our flesh. Buy both of our vaginas. Have a threesome please. with two pregnant well, women. Well, they still look like <laughs> two this. pregnant. Por- yeah. Well, <laughs> they still look like this, and our asses. <laughs> like we're gonna have to get like remolded. <laughs> no, I'm joking. It snaps back, right? That's what they say. But we can have a discussion about yeah, that afterwards and see. We can we can compare yeah, notes. Well, <laughs> We'll do a postpartum episode, <laughs> like in six months. Like, girl, everything is different. I don't recognize the vagina anymore. You can see it, but you don't recognize it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, we'll see. We'll find out. Yes. But thank you so much for joining thank us. Thank you so much. It was great talking with you. <laughs> you too. Bye. Bye.